Praise the Lord Jesus. The last podcast that I shared with the word of truth. I want to welcome you today to another episode of the word of truth. Praise God. So the last time I shared, I shared from the scripture, John 4 verse 3. I also alluded to Piaget's theory of object permanence, which results in children between the age of four and seven, believing that their parents are present, although they may not physically see them for hours, they know that they will return. I also defined key concepts such as psychology, which is a study of mental process and behavior. I also shared that psychology is not, is not all bad, depending on its analysis and application. I shared that psychology is part of science and our lives and what we utilize is very much part of science. Our behavior, attitude is observable through science. I used faith to also explain that pretty much what Piaget referred to as object permanence may be what we defined as faith. I referenced to the key scripture, John uh, 4 verse 3, I built my discussion how our faith can create that outlook or behavior of whether we believe the word of the Lord, the word of God as the disciples did and thousands of believers who died for their faith. Whether we believe there is a God which will ultimately determine how we interpret his word to meet him and to live forever. I read something interesting um, this week from the text that I told you that I would make in reference to biblical concepts for Christian counseling. Um, I share, as I said, I did share from it um, some time ago. And this concept is known as presuppositions. So each person overall worldview rests on a presupposition or basic assumption. Francis Schoffer defines presupposition as a belief or theory which is assumed before the next step in logic is developed. Such a prior postulate then consciously or unconsciously affects the way a person subsequently reasons. Mm. Through careful analysis, each person's philosophy or belief system, however elaborate, can be traced back to a clearly defined starting point or presupposition. So whatever we took in, maybe from our environment, intellectually, some learned concept, we will ultimately hold on to it and it can form our worldview, what we believe and what we do not believe. So clearly we see that pre-supposition can create a worldview that is unfounded. Worldview requires logics believers. It requires logics. 
and logic has to do with reasoning and conduct or assessment according to a strict principle of validity and even as i think about the logics of things i think about niagara falls if you've ever had the opportunity to go between the border of canada and the united states and when you whether you stay on the side of um us side or canada side you can see the 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 how slowly the water runs barely moving it's like a little um the plateau right there and then when it runs to the edge of the fall there is such power and such force and it has been flowing like that for over 150 years the the truth of the matter is that logics will never give credit to god never ever and if you want to see a greater magnitude because i've been there a few times and i've even had the opportunity to go into the ship and go pretty close to the fall it is such a powerful effect again logics will never give credit to god because it wants a certain uh validity and it's based on strict principle they now have to measure this and determine that it's because of this and that you know so jesus wanted to ensure that worldview did not blur his disciples visions as it clearly did for some but but peter when he asked the question who do men men say that i am the others say other thing but peter said thou art the christ the son of the living god not just god but the living god and and so in the scripture shared uh the last time again referring to john 14 verse 3 jesus said i'll go to prepare a place for you that where i am there you may be also and so if the worldview their presupposition was still active they would not be able to believe that he is going away to do what he said he would do and it would have affected how the ministry was carried on now we have to build our faith and our confidence in him we have to build our faith just like i made reference to niagara falls that you know it's not based on logics it's just the wonders of god that's something we might not be able to explain right we would probably never be able to explain even what took place with the parting of the red sea logics cannot define that so we need our faith to come into act trusting our confidence in him hebrews 10 35 says cast not away therefore now your confidence in god which hath great recompense of reward and so um there are some indicators he gave us some indicators through his word right second peters 3 3 most importantly said I, i want to remind you that in the last days that's what the scripture says there will be scoffers and and they will come mocking the truth and following their own desires Matthew 24, 7 said, um, Nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. So, 
we, we, we have to know who our sovereign God is. We have to know that he is sovereign in all his ways. And even as I'm, I have been sharing from the book, Is God Real? Does God know everything that will happen in the future? So again, because Jesus knew his father. And remember he said that I and the father are in one. And he came to do his father's, the work of his father. And so he was very sure and very confident that whatever he came to accomplish would be fulfilled. And so the disciples, he wanted to test them to see whether or not they truly understood what he represented, what vision he shared. And so does God know everything that will happen in the future? It's clear that Peter recognized that. And I'm going to share, it says one of the proofs of God's future knowledge is fulfilled prophecy. Throughout scripture, God said that many things would happen, and they did, right? They certainly, one scholar estimated that the chances of just eight messianic prophecy being fulfilled in one man, oh my God, is more than one in trillions, okay? And so the, the author went on to say, God's exhaustible, sorry, God's exhaustive, universal, and infallible knowledge is one of his glorious perfections. Because God knows the future, we do not need to be afraid, nor do we need to be anxious. God knows what we need before we need it. He is preparing us for the task he will give us. He is already lining up the encouragement we will need for the difficulties that lie in our path. He knows the danger, the traps, the sorrows, and he's ready to help us through it all. And we can joyfully put our full trust in God because he knows all things and can do all things. And so the, the, the takeaway that I want us to leave with today is, is the fact that prophecies are being fulfilled according to the scripture. As such, it cannot be that we hold on to a figurative view of God according to the amillennialists, which I um, shared some time ago, that they believe that the spiritual, that heaven is here and that it's, 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 it is earthly, it is spiritual, is not anything that is going to be physical. And why I continue to, to share on the word of truth as it pertains to interpretation is a fact that I am not trying to sound philosophical, but I'm trying for us to really look at how we are coming to conclusions, that there are basis to bring, that, that will allow us to come to a conclusion, not on what science says, but what the word of God says. And of course, as I said, uh, that science is important. It's a part of our daily life. We can't get away from it. Um, just like how they often say that, you know, the Bible has a lot of history, but it should never be taken as an historical book. It is the word of God. And so this is why the scripture says, you know, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Because if we lack knowledge and interpretation, guess what? We can always go to the Holy Spirit and also know that they are inspired writers that God inspired to write and bring clarity but we cannot continue to box our mind in 
with just what we believe to be true because we can't trust this flesh. We can't trust our own understanding. The scripture says, lean not, to own, lean not unto thine own understanding. And it's in Proverbs, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. I think it's Proverbs 15, 3 or 3, 15, something like that. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path, right? So we can't continue to trust in our flesh, trust in what we think, but we have to trust in the word of God, which continues to be true, all right? So it is Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, lean not unto your own understanding. The word of God is rich. The word of God has a life in it. It's just like looking for a treasure. It's not like you think about oysters. And the, um, the, the, the truth of the matter is that oyster, you have to search deep into the ocean. And the chance of you finding a pearl, you know, it's many hundreds probably have to go through. But here it says that the, the author says here that that eight prophecies, messianic prophecies, have been fulfilled over trillions of times. You understand me? Has already been done. So I continue to ask you, what is the basis of your conclusion? What is the basis of your understanding? What it is that is driving how you think and how you process and again the environment that we foster you know can also affect our thinking as i spoke and i made reference to the presupposition we all hold that but when we come to a, to a depth of understanding through the word of god we can no hold we can no longer hold on to bar talk and if you understand what i mean by bar talk is that you know if you've ever had the opportunity to pass from bars I mean, they're not really here like that, but in the Caribbean, they have, they can tell you how to run a country. When they're they're under a certain kind of influence, the conversation and they believe they they have the answer, there's always so many solutions because they're intoxicated. We cannot be intoxicated with anything else but the word of God that is clear and gives us clarity. So let us not lead on to your thinking, but let us find the resolution. Let us find the conclusion. Let us find our understanding from the word of God. Thank you again for tuning into the word of truth. God bless you as you continue to listen and share. And thank you so much for your diligence. Just thank you so much for sharing and believing in this ministry that God has deposited in this time and season. God bless you again in Jesus' name.